0: Chicago-based hip-hop duo The Whoevers, comprised of Dot Dot and Jesse, join me in studio to talk about upcoming collaborations and how the hiatus has treated each one of them as individual artists. This is That Conversation.
1: Yeah, everybody say this, that anthem, get your hands up. Hey, hey. throw them peace. I got them handcuffs.
0: Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guests, Jesse and Lloyd, collectively known as the WhoEvers. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making time. Jesse, what's
2: going on? Vocalo, what's going on?
0: Before we even get into what's been happening lately with the WhoEvers, let's backtrack a little bit for those who might be unfamiliar with your origins and the beginning. Now, before meeting up at Northern Illinois University... What were your paths and your relationships with hip-hop like individually?
1: Individually, well, I came from a, I was living in a town called Glen Carbon, a small town in Southern Illinois. My family had just moved there. I had nothing to do, you know, no friends, so, so I came to music for that. So I remember just staying in and, you know, starting writing, and from then on out, once college hit, I started getting really serious, you know, attending different meetings, meeting new people, and from then on, I think I just wanted to stick with it, you know.
0: Take me back to your upbringing in Southern Illinois. What yeah. kind of music were you introduced to I mean, back then? Because I'm thinking country.
1: No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> well, before Southern Illinois, I was around, you know, the northwest suburbs of Chicago. So, I mean, I was very in tune with, like, cash money, you know, the, the early 2000s uh, hip-hop. But as far as that goes, I was also heavy into underground hip-hop. That's when I... You know, I was listening to some Common, Wu-Tang, and I started like looking for it in the internet. You know, it's really hard to find those underground songs. That's what made it cool to look for
0: it, so. I'm Mexican, and I can remember weekends my mom would put on Rancheras, Vicente Fernandez, you know, Tejano music. Yeah, is there any memories of your parents putting on music that oh, was culturally yeah. relevant to them, being that you are Filipino?
1: Yeah, I mean, my my dad, he grew up in a family full of musicians. All my uncles, they're all jazz musicians in the Philippines. You know, they toured toured the world with music. Yeah, and, same uh, with
2: my family. I got a bunch of uh, singers in my family. Yeah. Well, that makes from, sense. From my upbringing. Yeah. So, to be honest, there wasn't a lot of like Filipino music in the house. It was always right. like funk, soul. Yeah. R&B records and then eventually going into like 90s R&B and hip hop is where you know where we got a bunch of our influences from but um I can't recall too much, but yeah. there was some. But yeah. was it? nothing that really stuck yeah. out to you. Yeah, my
1: yeah. dad would listen to like Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> Barry I mean, that guy's Filipino, like you know, right? He
0: speaks Tagalog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be.
0: <laughs> so you, Jesse, being the more soulful of the right. two, how did you decide, or how did you start finding your voice, your singing voice? Was know, it just following so. along to those songs you were listening to?
2: Yeah, I've always enjoyed it. You know, R and B is probably my first passion, mm-hmm. other than like hip hop music, but um. Like I said my my mother was a singer and she used to I guess she used to sing in like Japan. Yeah, when she was like in her younger 20s. I don't know what made her. I've never asked her that question. I should ask her that. You should. That yeah. um, seems like
0: it would be pretty important.
2: Yeah, she used to be a singer in Japan and I guess it kind of stuck through that and it definitely took me a while to find my voice through our music, but uh I definitely enjoy finding it. Yeah, sure. Throughout these years.
0: So now take me back to those days at Northern Illinois University. How did the two of you link up? Was there some sort of class that you found commonality in? I
2: actually didn't go to Northern. I went to a community college back home. But a bunch of my friends went to Northern. Ah, okay. So
0: I was. I was there, like, on the weekends, like, all the time, just okay. partying. Yeah. And- so did you find commonality through music? Was this Absolutely. how the two of you started linking up?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, my roommate's was, he He actually went to high school with my roommates then. Yeah. And we started Hip Hop Congress, so so we were throwing a lot of events. And then he always reached out to Jesse, you know, come through, perform. And then from then on out, we would have studio sessions in the house. Everybody would be there. And, uh... I know we just kept kept on making a lot of songs together, which, you know, led to the group. It's, it's funny because,
2: like, I yeah. brought some beats over.
1: Yeah. It was
2: all, like, through beats first. Yep. And I was doing my own solo thing, and they were doing uh, this group. Was it The Kitchen? Yeah, I had
1: a group called The <laughs> Kitchen, Already, It was a, a three-person,
0: you know, group. It was all Jesse giving us beats. <laughs> so He's like, look, man, if I'm giving you these beats, I might as well be in <laughs> right, the group. Because right. it sounds like y'all need some hooks anyway.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly.
0: So at that point, had you considered lending your voice to a group in the realm of being an MC or a singer?
2: I think uh, more so probably an MC. I was definitely writing a lot of bars and more influenced with like hip-hop during that time. But um, gradually, getting older, listening
0: to more music and want to see you know where I can take this. <laughs> Feeling more comfortable yeah, with using sure. that other voice. Yep. Now, we're talking about 2012. Right now, in 2017, it's not uncommon at all. In fact, I think it's kind of a prerequisite for a rapper to also be able to sing. Right. But when you boys yeah. were making the rounds on the blogs, that was a pretty new thing, Like to hear cats who were super dope lyrically, but also had that really smooth, eclectic right. R&B tip. Yep. How did that become a style that typified who the whoever's was?
1: Um, I mean, growing up in the 90s, too, on the radio, you know, we were, like Jesse was saying, we were influenced by a lot of 90s R&B. That's what we just grew up to listening, and it was okay to listen to R&B, you know? (laughs) Um, And then that kind of just molded uh, towards our love for, you know, lyricism, you know, the the soulful hip-hop, so, you know, kind of meshed together.
0: (laughs) And now when you go back to those days where you were giving The Kitchen beats, Mm -hmm. would you say that the style that you ended up, coming up with for the whoevers was different from what you were doing back then production wise yeah
2: i would say so i mean i was listening to a lot of dilla stuff and of course rest in peace Jay dilla the greatest ever to do it um i don't know we were different in a different mindset we were making like boom bap stuff but you know when the time changes you gotta try to get with the times (laughs) right um
1: yeah, especially with The Kitchen, man. We were all about, like, rapping crazy.
2: <laughs> Dude, they would, like, rap on all of these Dilla beats on the mixtapes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the whole uh, mixtape would it. be a Dilla, J Dilla mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when I did my mixtape, I was rapping on a bunch of different other beats, yeah. and I remember one of you guys were saying, like, yeah, there was, like, variety in there. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's when everybody started. I think we both, like, really meshed off each other. Yeah. Like, the group and me doing solo stuff, because they pushed me to become a better rapper. Because when I came up there, the first couple times I thought, it was like, oh, man, I need to step my game up. <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah. also, like, when we started forming a group, that's when I really, well, I think both of us really focused on song making, too, you know? Yeah. Um, like, you could tell with our first album, Renovations, uh, like, the... Up to the, the categories or what we were talking about was really well thought. Um and which which is something we'd never done before, you know. Hey, y'all don't really motivate me lately. I don't see no inspiration lately. But I feel it. This time it's my time to submit it. I it rendition of an immigrant to get him in. Get him everybody in. from the outside, let him in. Let him and in. of medicine. Can't cure anybody who don't want help. Top shell for the bombshell, caramel, we parallel, Carousel spinning round and round. Everybody, everybody gon' say, now. everybody say This the anthem, get your hands up, get your hands up.
0: Earlier in this conversation, you were talking about coming up with styles, but also being cognizant enough to change with trends in music and adapt to styles and environments. You've put out some stuff, some singles here and there, the last one being last year sometime. When you think about what whoever's music would be in 2017, do you imagine it sounding like stuff that you've already put out? And I'm not talking about rapping about the same things right. or using the same drum patterns and kits, but do you imagine that you've already come up with a style that, that you can point to to be like, yo, that's, that's what the whoever's is, that's what we do, that's what we sound like. Oh, yeah. Or it's 2017, all bets are off. I mean, you're not making a trap, a <laughs> yeah, trap album. Right. Um. Oh.
2: I would say, yeah, I think we've crafted a sound that everybody would connect us with. Um, it took a while, definitely, but just learning from different people and um, definitely helped shape what we are doing now, yeah. absolutely. but um,
1: yeah, I mean, at the same time, too, like we, we know our sound and we know what type of music we enjoy, so yep. um, but as far as that goes, like I've been listening to a lot of mu- new music, and I always experiment.
0: You've taken some time to do solo projects, to th- yeah. to, to um, pursue your own endeavors separately. Thinking back on that time and the music you were able to create, like, Yellow, do you think that it was different than what you two were creating together as the whoever's? And what does it mean when you come back for, like, going back to a style that you've already done?
1: Right. Um, I mean, working on a solo project, it kind of... It's kind of cool, just because you have total control of what you want it to sound. You know, there's no he's, other person. You hear that? He, Jesse, he's
0: saying you're too bossy.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I no. can be, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But no, no, it's uh, it's how you want it to sound. You know, it's all on you, and you, you put everything that you you've ever focused on in the project. So uh, it means a lot more to you as a solo artist. You know, going into a project, what you could do yourself, um, and it kind. It helps you find yourself in a way,
0: and then at some point you realize you can't do it without the other person. <laughs> right, And right. you feature you feature him on <laughs> some tracks back anyway. Right. <laughs> we're, <right>. back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what can we expect as far as new music from the whoever's? What are we thinking? Um, no pressure. Well,
1: we're just starting to get into to the rhythm again. Um, I still have to finish my solo EP. Yeah. I'm
2: I'm still working on this R&B soul project called Black and White. It's there it's just i gotta figure out when to drop it <laughs> that's cool man but um, can't wait to hear that i'm yeah. making a lot of stuff with uh this talented photographer but he's a keyboardist too 88 till working on some tracks but uh nothing finalized yeah. just sure, working sure. you know yeah, just, chipping away really
0: yeah but, what uh, about stuff that you focus on as far as um song themes and concepts yeah, i know for uh and this had more to do with the live performance, but in the past you've done things where the proceeds to performances went to relief for the Philippines after right. natural disasters and such, so obviously you're socially minded. Mm-hmm. What do you find yourselves thinking about and wanting to put out there in songs these days?
2: There's a lot going on right now. You know, I mean, I'm sure both of us have a lot to say on uh, the issues, many yeah. issues that are happening right now, but uh, I haven't come to fruition of what I want to do yet, but... Yeah. I definitely wanted to express myself in that manner and some of the issues that are happening right now.
0: Boys, thank you very much for making time. When things get more solidified, whether it's the solo project for you, Jesse, or uh, whoever's album, rest assured, we've got to have you guys back. Definitely. For sure. Jesse, man. thank you for having us.